What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Awkward Throw Clear? This is episode 12. This is the European edition. Aaron Chalupa kicks it in Croatia, still in Croatia at this point in the podcast. He's there with Travis and Nelson. It's a nice, ransacked, random podcast. Very, very funny. I enjoyed just hanging out and listening to this one. Feels like you're in the convo. Aaron Chalupa does a great job of dragging out good stories through his buddies. So without further ado, this is it. Episode 12, The Awkward Throw Clear, European Edition. This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupacabra, uh, Awkward Throat Clear. We are in or on the island of Kress, Croatia. Um, the three uh, amigos here, Travis Fortune, Aaron Chalupa, and Nelson Flayton in the kitchen with Dinah. Um, <laughs> settling into the island here, uh, we got an Airbnb. Nothing too spectacular at the moment. That's one way to put it. Oh, it's a spectacle. <laughs> there are more spiders than people here. Um, yeah. Yeah, I chose not to sleep in my room. I don't have a problem with spiders at all. Um, I have a fear of sleeping and the spiders doing things to me. I've actually gotten some bites. I'm pretty sure they're some kind of mosquito or black fly, and I'm really reacting bad to them. Uh, the bites are swelling up nor- more normal than usual. What are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a little concerning. So I'm just going to sleep on the couch tonight. Um, it's kind of like your typical, I guess we got a lot of Ontario listeners here. It's kind of like when you go back to your cottage uh, after the long winter and then, you know, you don't go there until like, you know, May long weekend and then the place has already been taken over by insects and whatnot. So it's been kind of fun. TV is interesting. Just straight up Croatian TV. We're watching football right now, or soccer. Right, soccer. Tottenham versus Real Madrid. Tottenham's been really uh, controlling the game, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a real struggle to get the stove working. Yeah, nothing works as it should. Here. <laughs> <laughs> this is background Nelson. Press the up button on the TV, and sometimes the channel goes up, sometimes it goes down. There's also <laughs> no heat in the place, so that's going to be. It's going to be a nice sleep. But how much does it cost per night for us? Uh, $20. Each. <laughs> or all together? Each. Each $20 Canadian? You're paying $20 for this? I think so, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. We could be in a hostel right now. There's no hostels on the island. <laughs> what, was, what was the other the option there? We're <laughs> well, yeah, we're getting off the grid, guys. We're yeah. getting off the grid. That's yeah. That's one. What, what, what was the other option? We had a hotel. A hotel with two beds. Yeah, and yeah. What, what? How much was that night? It's about the like same, wasn't it? One dollars. Twenty-one dollars. Wow, that extra dollar hey? mm-hmm. for heat. Damn. Oh wait, no. This is less than. This is fifteen dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is a steal then. Yeah. Hey, laundry? An extra 12 Free bucks. laundry. That's a huge thing. Yeah, that's like... Do we know the washing machine works? Ooh. Good question. Yeah. We'll find out that. tomorrow. We'll check that out. For the record, I love this place. It's it's interesting. It's kind of fun having no Wi-Fi. It doesn't have any spiders on it. Not yet. You turn that bed over? Oh, man. 
It'd be like why three. Would I, why would I do that? It'd be like twenty praying mantises there, forty centipedes. It'd be a great time. Oh, did you see that centipede on the wall earlier? Nope. <laughs> Not in here. It was on no, the wall. No, 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 no. It was one of your drives. Oh, yeah. It was a good one. One of the few U-turns we had to throw in this neighborhood. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and this island is <laughs> overrun with deer. Oh, wow. <laughs> you saw one that was really cool looking. I've got a few buddies that would be would be very happy to come back here with a rifle. And have a heyday. Yeah, a couple good bucks out here. Mm-hmm. Croatian bucks. You know, like the, the 15 minutes it took us to find our place. That was Deer fun. all over the place. 20 minute ferry ride. That was wicked. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, last couple days, I guess we're backtracking now. I guess we should start from where we left <laughs> off last podcast. <laughs> um, so we're in Budapest. Uh, then we went to Zagreb. We had a we had a bus ride and that was a fun little uh, border stop. Hey, eh, guys. They took our passports. They had our passports away from us for about 15 for minutes. Long. Probably 15 minutes minimum. Okay. Nelson was pretty upset. <laughs> he was thinking about running the security guard and then just uh, taking over the bus and driving into the country. Guns a-blazing. We told him not to, and then he kind of... <laughs> he, he was like, okay, yeah, I guess not. I guess I'm overreacting. But yeah, that was, kind of, that was quite a while. Um... Yeah, after that, we got our passport stamped, which is sweet. You don't get them stamped too often when you're on uh, on land, just going across country and stuff. Usually it's when you're flying or going yeah, There's on a, a couple boat. countries you missed here. Mm. I, don't know. I didn't get Slovakia or Austria. I didn't get Czech or... Oh, I got Austria. I didn't get Czech or Slovakia. Yeah. But yeah, we got the exit from Hungary and the entrance into... The... Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't get a Hungarian... No, no, you got the, you got the exit you from got Hungary. Ex- oh, okay. Yeah, we got the exit from Hungary and we got the entrance from... <laughs> Um, into Croatia. Into yeah. Croatia, yeah. Huh. yeah, yeah. So we're we're doing all right there. Uh, yeah, after the border crossing, we got into Zagreb. No problemo. Um, it took us a little while to find our hostel after we figured out the tram system and whatnot. It was hidden a little bit. Nice residential area. We eventually fell in love with the place. Very cool, like chill uh, place with kind of a kind of like a cult uh, cult noir vibe there like lots of um in the bathrooms it was sin city comic pages posted on the wall that was pretty sweet um jazz music kind of like something you listen to like on kexp radio or ckua a lot of jazz a lot of like chill blues um yeah i don't really know how else to describe it it was, it was very relaxed sounding music Everyone there was just kind of chilling out. It was a good break after Budapest. Yeah. Oh, little, man. That, that was our detox. It was a rest period that mm-hmm. was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And now, um, now we've hit this place. Well, and this like, is quite I, the I, rest I kind of want to hang out in Zagreb a little bit longer. Um, one of the, the, hostel, the hostel owner, his name is Igor, really nice guy. Nelson discovered Turkish coffee. Yeah, I was just about to mention. Yeah, that was Nelson's highlight of the trip, I'm pretty sure, so far. Croatian... Nelson's pretty much 100% healthy. This, mm. The sickness has kind of taken off. Travis got sick one. I uh, was feeling a little bit more uh, downtrodden one night. So Nelson and I went out and hit the town. Nelson got a bit drunk. We made an Uber account on his phone, <laughs> and he got drunk enough that he forgot the password. So we tried I don't to... even think I made a password. <laughs> I was going to ask you if maybe it was the Wi-Fi password 
at that restaurant we're at. That would have been pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That, that's a good guess. Yeah, yeah. There we Twenty-one, twenty-one questions. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it was a good time. We we had a lot of fun as a group. Got to check out some cool things. There was that tunnel. Um, Too long. Yeah, <laughs> and I I thought it was kind of funny because well, all three of us thought it was very interesting uh, because that tunnel it gave a lot of Croatian history and a lot of Croatian insurance history. We think that it might have been sponsored by a Croatian insurance company. We're almost certain. Had to have been. It was, it was way too odd of an experience for it to be naturally done like that. There's a lot of talking about insurance premiums through throughout every stage of Croatia's history. <laughs> and then also the fact that there wasn't a whole lot of negative talk about when the Nazis were around and when the Congress were around. And there was almost no talk about the, the you know, the Croatian-Bosnian War and what was going on there. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, even the Congress time, it's just like, woo, cool things happening in Croatia. Look at what they used to wear. Lots of increased insurance premiums. Uh-huh. And then Travis and I noticed, very funny, um, there was a picture donated by Ryan Gosling. What? Yeah. There was a photo, and there was like a name, and then below it was Ryan Gosling. Yeah. 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 So we're like, huh, I wonder if it's that Ryan Gosling in Canada, because... You never know. Maybe he's got an ancestor that's Croatian descent. So we thought that was pretty interesting. Kind of funny how we picked that one picture out of like yeah, no the kidding. thousand pictures that were. It was the only name that looked English. Mm-hmm. That's why. <laughs> it's like, well, that doesn't belong here. Um, before that, we did the Museum of Broken Relationships, which was very interesting. Super good. Uh, all three of us really liked it. Um, did we talk about that last episode? I don't think so. Oh. I can't quite. I think remember. we just talked about it a lot to other people and stuff. I really liked it. Um, there were some funny parts. Like obviously, you're going to get different relationships. So there's relationships that they were married that that, that broke apart. Uh, there was relationships where it was just kind of like young love or a young fling. There was relationships between um, a person and their parent mm-hmm. that that broke apart. You know, maybe the father left or the mother left or something or the father or mother died. Um, I don't think there was anything about pets or anything. That would have been interesting. No. I didn't, I didn't, going into it, I didn't really anticipate the, um, the parental relationships. Like, if you're, like, not having a relationship with your parents throughout the, the early part of your life, or if, um, say your parents divorce when, divorce when you're teens, so you don't mm. see your dad again. Mm. Like, that is your first. <laughs> I didn't really envision seeing those there, so that kind of caught me on my surprise. Yeah, it was there's a, a room of parental relationships, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, it's definitely an interesting place. It kind of gives you a bit of insight, makes you think about your own past relationships, and mm-hmm. maybe get it. Um, yeah, it's fun to be makes you think about your your current and future relationships. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, cool way to gain new perspectives, potentially learn from other people's experiences. Well, it just gives you peace of mind, too. It's like, oh, I thought it was the only one, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, yeah. that's kind of like the same one I had. Yeah, and what I really like, too, is like, especially with the young, the young love ones where you maybe... Shit. <laughs> Sorry. That's like the worst possible thing that can be doing. We're going to stay out here. Just lose connection. <laughs> Let me just look at this bag. This is like a laundry bag. I got a little band of really well. Yes. For our listeners, there's some really suitable laundry bags. 
Very close. It's wonderful. Um, as I was saying, uh, I thought it was really funny with the young love kind of stuff where you like you don't even know what's what. You're just like, oh, girls, they're amazing. Um, and then, like, to me, that was like, oh, that's so sweet. And at the same time, like it just jogs your memory of like all the different relationships you've had in your life, and like how maybe some of them were hurtful or some of them were funny. Like now, you look back at them now, and it's like, oh man, I learned so much from that. And you know, look at where I'm at, where I'm at now, in a good way, maybe bad way, who knows. Um, there's a guest sign-in sheet. I didn't sign anything in there. Did you guys? No. No. I thought about it for a minute, but then nah, I decided against it. No. Yeah, me too. I have the same thought process. I'll write this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken. Yeah. Oh, there's a few that I was like, oh, I could write this about that. And I'm like, nah, whatever. It's like, and then, oh, oh goal! <laughs> Tottenham scored. Who scored there? He's, he's got a P back on him, so we can't see the name. Man has a bit of an afro. Somebody in England is like, oh, it's that guy. Totally. For all those English listeners, you know? Yeah. Oh, Daily. Delhi. Daily. Like, yeah, exactly. What way to put it, bud? Oh, he's Net- offside. Netta. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, um, history, sorry, not history. Um, Museum of Broken Relationships, five out of five stars for me. Nelson bought himself the book. Uh, oh, and with a lot of the stories came some kind of object. A lot of them are pretty funny. A lot of them are very, very sad. Like, there was obviously relationships too that um, it wasn't necessarily a relationship at all. Uh, I remember reading one story where a girl was at some kind of camp or uh, teen leave thing, and she was, I think... 12 years old. She was nine. Nine? And she got raped by uh, one of the counselors or something yeah. like that. And he was, he wasn't even that old either. I think he was like 17 yeah. or 18 yeah, or something was, like that. That was pretty fucked in. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, she, they, she, they, that one is quite a longer <laughs> story too. And you read it and it's like, okay, well, she trusted him. Um, they got along. They would play games. He would tickle her. Um, they're laughing. They're having fun and stuff. And then he just took it way too far. And, but, in the end, she's still saying that she did still have affection for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, you, you look at it, you're like, oh, what a terrible thing, and it really is. But still, that person can still have that affection and um, those feelings for that person. Uh, and it eventually ended up in a, a what, do, what do you want to call it there? A restraint, restraining order. Mm-hmm. Uh, juvenile court. I don't even think it went through either. It was too long. Yeah, the yeah. Um, statute of limitations had since expired by the time she came out. And mm-hmm. things, so. mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was uh, in France at the time. So very, very crazy. Um, one of my other favorites that was uh, what, what, sorry, one of my favorites, favorites. that was uh, one of my favorites that was funny. I should say. Uh, sorry for that. Um, one of my favorites that was funny was a toaster, and the caption <laughs> was, "I'll take the toaster." If you won't be able to toast any of your bread now, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'll show him. And yeah, I had, a, I had a really good laugh at that. There were some really good ones there. There was the, what, Linux router, router, internet router, and it's like oh, yeah. compatible. Word compatible. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of um, mementos from flings or from affairs, short-lived things mm-hmm. where they were together for a short period of time and and worldwide too, folks. Like, oh yeah, like like Taiwan, Australia, um, 
Egypt, Armenia, United States, Canada, Switzerland, France, Sweden, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, relationships that are either cut off mutually or just one person entirely removes themselves from that with no no notification, no no call, no letters, never see him again. Yeah. That was that. Real heartbreak. Truly. Yeah, there was one of them. I remember that was that. The guy just stopped, disappeared. And then, like, a year later, he emailed the girl back and like, apologized. Just yeah. apologized for his actions. Yeah. And that was that. Like, yeah. Fuck, yeah. You like, can imagine. How would you? you doing that? That's... Oh, and then there was the ones, like, where you're getting married and stuff. Like, the one woman donated her wedding dress. Her wedding dress to the to the, the museum. No, that was um, that was the the father that ran away. That was in the the parents. Actually, no. You know what? The one that got me the most was it was um, a postcard from a seven year old lady in Armenia. No, I read that one too. Yeah, that one was and, heavy. Um, back in the day, the um, parents had to ask the other parents. For their daughter's hand in marriage, their neighbors. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so the boy went. The boy's parents went up over to the the, the young girl's parents, asked for their daughter's hand in marriage yeah, for their son, and uh, they very tersely turned them down. And that evening, the young fellow drove his car off of a cliff and killed himself. Mm-hmm. So that that was definitely the one that's that stuck. And the lady even goes to say, "It's like." When I heard about this, I was very happy and very sad at the same time. Like it brought her tears. So it is a very funny thing to hear. Oh, music broken relationships, but at the same time, it's like that's actually a really smart thing. That's a that's a great idea, and very very um, unique in that sense as well. Um, one that I thought was very interesting as well was uh, the one where I can't remember how it started out, but it was a, a woman, a man, and a woman. And then they didn't see each other. And then she started becoming into S and M, and she was like um, dominatrix. Oh yeah, they were friends. They were younger. Yeah. And then like twenty five years down the road, she was a dominatrix, and he was he was like married. Yeah, his own going relationship back on his wife or something into that. Well, it wasn't. It, they, they were together, and he's trying to fix his relationship. I think what the problem was is that well, it doesn't really go into what was going on with him, but. There was problems with their marriage, and he's yeah. trying to save it. So maybe he's like got permission to go out and do his own thing yeah. as long as he's not cheating. And he wasn't giving her respect. And then eventually, she recognized his voice, and I think it was his face as well. Yeah, and she's like, "Ted, is that you?" <laughs> yeah, it was like, wow. "Oh, jeez, <laughs> how <was> you doing? <laughs> Fancy seeing you here." Oh, so you like getting dominated? Yeah, yeah. And you like being submissive? Yeah. Working as like a professional dominatrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you know, as old doms know, that was one of the quotes in the little uh, verse. So it, it was it was a really interesting museum. I'd recommend it to anybody. Um, you know, we were, we were told Zagreb doesn't really have a whole lot to offer. Uh, yes and no. I would say it had more to offer for me than uh, Bratislava. Um, no standard. <laughs> And uh, that that museum itself was a huge highlight for me, as as well as the hostel, the hostel, Igor, uh, Eva, uh, oh, Tony, and uh, Philip. They're all just wicked, wicked, wicked guys. Um, you know, free coffee in the morning, uh, free wine, um, and then to pay for your laundry, it'd be a bag of coffee or two, depending on the size of your load, and they would wash and dry it 
and then they'd fold it for you as well. <laughs> so is your little one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's when uh, Nelson first was not a big fan of Bosnian, uh, sorry, Turkish coffee, and then all of a sudden, Stalin. Well, it's they they have Bosnian coffee too, but what? they don't. Really? It's the same style pretty oh. much, but they don't. They, it, in my in my I'm book, not a fan of Turkish coffee. You, well, at first you're like, oh, the first the first morning you're like, oh, like it's coffee here. You get better grounds and stuff. You put them really. No <laughs> man, no. I remember exactly. We're having breakfast. We're sitting down. You're like, I'm not a big usual. fan of it. I didn't say. Whatever. However, you want to remember. <laughs> it's all hearsay. Yeah. No, that was that was a good place. We rented bikes. We biked around a lot of Zagreb. Uh, stopped that was, in. That was really fun. Stopped yeah, in. I enjoyed a, that. A Bosnian restaurant. Uh, had some great food. Oh, God, very full. We must have ordered all the bread. Way too much. Bread was a big highlight for, for Nelson. <laughs> Never felt unsafe. We were kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Creamy put. That was a cool indoor-outdoor bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the punk rock kind of one, right? Yeah. Uh, with a bit of metal twist to it. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing a lot of Rammstein. That was all right. That was when you and I were having a, a bit of a bender night. Yeah, it was cold out. It was cold. They were drinking on. Well, that was Saturday. Yeah, we're trying to hit some uh, jazz bars, but uh, it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Still, we've been we we still again we've been skunked with jazz bars. Apparently, Bach is really good. Yeah. Make it yeah, yeah. One of these days, we'll 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 get the get the hint. Um. Yeah, but biking around, uh, it was really funny because we were told, oh, yeah, there's these beautiful lakes. There's beautiful lakes in Zagreb. <laughs> and we're like, okay, sweet, like awesome natural lakes. No, they're all man-made and not a whole lot of water at all. They're like kind of like ponds, so that was quite amusing. But there's yeah. A little fish pond and then their, their rowing facility. Yeah, there guys. There was a, a baseball diamond that were playing uh, baseball. That was pretty interesting. Never seen baseball being played in this part of the world. supposed to we all agreed that after we got the rental car we have a rental car too it's a dacia um what is it called sandero sandero yeah we were gonna check out the park we were going to but it was just too dark at the time oh yeah we had a we had quite the time getting that it was a day for the boys oh yeah yeah. that was fun i'm surprised we ended up getting the car there was several instances where I did not think we were getting a car, <laughs> yeah. and we were going to have to get a taxi All back to the hospital. Yeah. It's like, all right, Chalupa, we're just crashing another night in Zagreb. The taxi, or the, sorry, not the taxi, the car is basically registered to a combination of the three of us. <laughs> yeah. It's, we had to kind of pick and choose. Yeah. Well, because I have a European phone number. That it's, was the big thing. It's registered. It was booked with Nelson's email. I'm the official driver. 
called O'Nelson's the driver. It has my credit card on it, and it has Chalupa's phone number on it. And it's a stick, and so... And so it's... in a fake address. Uh, it's a real address, but they just put it in uh, oddly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of they that put in a few, a few lines of my address. Um, but, mm. I mean, we got it. It took us about two and a half hours to get the car, but we finally got it. Mm. It's been, been a trusty vehicle. It, it works. Lots of hills, lots of sharp turns. Uh, Nelson's been a good driver thus far. Not the most powerful vehicle. While those boys were getting the rental vehicle, I went to um, the fire center uh, for the whole country in Zagreb. And that was pretty neat. Um, they were kind of cut off guard. It's like, oh, you should have called us or emailed us ahead of time. I'm like, I wasn't really 100% sure that you guys were the guys to talk to. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know this was the, the place. So. Uh, I got emails and locations for the other ones in the country, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so maybe I can give some other guys a little bit of a heads up. Maybe they can show us around and show us some equipment. That'd be really cool. Where do they have other ones? Uh, all over the country. Uh, there's, I think, 21 different zones. Oh, so 21. 21 different That's zones. That's a lot for not a big country. Exactly. Like compared to Canada, totally, totally. Um, we saw a Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. I didn't see him. No, you were off looking for food. Food and probably uh, an ATM. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't have any cheese at the time. I was getting ATM money and uh, I was buying a loaf of bread, most likely. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was really neat. Uh, I got one patch. So sadly, I'll just go did to you? Yeah, I got I one patch. See that. Well, it's in the bag right now. I can show you later. Uh-huh. Um, and then I gave the guy uh, two patches because he was being so helpful and he was running around getting mm-hmm. stuff printed and everything. So, um, yeah, it was really neat. Uh, they had some really cool artifacts there, too. Uh, the helmets are very unique uh, in the firefighting world. Um, I'm sure we'll probably drive by some areas that are burned. I think so. I'm probably going to take a look at see it. look at the areas where Croatia burnt mm. pretty good uh, this year. It's very different um landscape yeah topography and and um vegetation and what we're used to talking yeah see what it it's a very a lot of pine trees and then a lot of maple trees actually as well yeah we're actually we're stumbled by a lot of beach as well yeah the little little hike we went on today hiking drive a lot of maple beach and uh, sycamore trees Uchka. 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 Uchka National Park. And, yeah, the um, sea with the, the Mount Voyak. The on top is a ch sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like chisk. Yeah, so anyway, after Zagreb, we had the rental car. We drove to Pula. We got to our hostel. A hostel uh, crazy house, which was not very crazy. The name is very misleading. <laughs> which is very funny because like Pula, apparently, what I was reading was the base culture capital of the world they have three festivals from mid-july all the way to the beginning of september um you know um focusing around uh like reggae uh, other kind of dance music um what else was it possibly ska it was, it was looked pretty interesting it could have been could have been a lot of fun but anything like, you look at pool like oh yeah holy house you know a few festivals for sure but when we were there it's just dead 
yesterday was pretty beautiful weather, but today was pretty chilly. Amphitheater was, was really cool. So they just picture a small Colosseum compared to the Roman Colosseum. Um, gladiators were there. Uh, a lot of history. You guys actually paid to go into the Colosseum. I did not. Uh, can you tell a little bit about the history of Hula and Istria? It's an important economic region of the Roman Empire. Uh, <laughs> a lot of olive oil came there. And we actually kind of came up with an idea of transportation around the city. Yeah, I think you could repurpose the aquifers. Olive oil slides. People could slide like oily otters to and fro across the Roman Empire. A very advanced nation, almost like an Atlantis, if you will. Yeah. Lost technology. Lost technologies. Oil each other up and just slide around the whole systems. It, it, incredibly fast transportation uh, through the city. It, it must have been uh, very efficient at the markets and uh, you know, no, no need for taxis or public transportation whatsoever. This is long before Uber. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was Uber. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Oh, yeah! Save him out one day. Nelson's going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Done here. Well, that'd be a good note to end on. I like Uber. But really, it's, uh, Pula's on the, the Eastern Peninsula of Croatia, and once it was under Roman control, that region was used predominantly for olive oil and for wine productions, and it's just a relatively short boat ride across the Adriatic Sea to Venice, where it was uh, further dispersed through the Roman Empire. So. Yeah, beautiful region, that's for sure. Uh, summertime would just be gorgeous, absolutely. Oh man, it place to be unreal in the summer. Yeah. Um, Not so yeah, so much in November, and yeah, the drive over we started, we stopped at Uchka, uh, drove around. What was the town we were driving around most of the day? I don't have any idea. Um, yeah. Ica, Ica, uh, Ica. I want to I guess that was. I, know, I, I guess that's where we stopped at the cafe to get Wi-Fi and had yeah. a few beers. Ica, <laughs> and then Nelson was taking advantage of the one dollar Canadian Americanos, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just throwing nice. them back. And then as coffee does, you have to take a little break. Yeah. Um, Gets things moving. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Luber. <laughs> um, yeah, so... <laughs> taking some beautiful pictures of the, the area. Um, lots of hills and mountains and stuff. And as such, people are adapting to that. So they build up on the side of the mountains. Uh, if you're from the, um, you know, countries like Italy, Greece, uh, southern Spain... Uh, France and stuff like that. You've seen it before. Um, and you've probably seen it in pictures as well if you're not from those countries, but people just build on the sides of mountains, side of mountains. And especially with Croatia, a lot of red tile roofs. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, I'm really excited to see how Dubrovnik looks. And uh, if you're not familiar with Dubrovnik, it's a large city, probably one of the most popular cities to visit in Croatia. And it is King's Landing in Game of Thrones. So whenever you see a King's Landing out of view, it's based on Dubrovnik. Yep. Fun fact, yeah. Istria, this area of Istria, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was part of Italy from 1918 to 1917. Fun fact, that's why it's the second language of all Italianization. Oh, those fascists. Yeah, they'll get you. Mm-hmm. And then I would send them. You know, you know those Nazis, American. if you don't join their party, they'll come get you. 
wonderful. It's fabulous. It's one of the best parties I've ever been a part of. I mean, what? <laughs> it's tremendous. Um, yeah, so that brings us now uh, to the 20-minute ferry ride where we're watching it at 20 minutes of uh, The Ice Guardians, new uh, Enforcer hockey documentary, which is pretty good so far. I like it. And we... <laughs> Took us, it took us almost as long as the ferry ride to find our Airbnb place, and we come in here, no heat, which is not too bad. We're Canadian, we're all right, and yeah, it should be fine. We're having fun, we're having fun, it's fun. Hot water, can't complain, natural gas working, fridge is working, TV's on, can't understand the language, but it's on, where the Pink Panther, the old cartoon was on. We're having a good laugh about that. Travis is loving it, he's oh, giggling like a little God, kid. Yeah, I love that show. Just actually thinking, I should probably turn the propane on. I don't think it's going to escape at all. Just, just a thought. Yeah. Uh, I'll have a great sleep tonight on the couch. <laughs> Sluba, it was almost like you was dead. Sluba. Wakey. You've heard this story from the, uh, some of the guys who worked with. I almost blew the cabin up in uh, the Bistu a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear about that one. Oh, yeah. You didn't? No, it didn't. Oh, really? Was that Dave Dan? No. Because he talked about no, they went um, <laughs> went up ice fishing up way up north, almost by the territories, and uh, yeah, left the gas line cracked in the morning, and uh, went to start the pilot light in the morning, and then gave themselves a pretty good scare, almost blew the place up. Oh, it was quite volatile. Yeah, our our former boss had a pretty good freak out about that. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> what the fuck are you think you're fucking doing? He's first fucking gonna blow the goddamn patient. Uh, yeah, so tomorrow morning, maybe kind of bright and early, who knows? Um, breakfast, and then going around Belly National Park. Is it National Park up here? I don't, I don't think so. And it's a bit of a labyrinth of uh, walking paths, apparently, correct? Mm hmm. Yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, recommended by Igor. Yeah, I think there's actual like there's a lot. Of, it looks like there's a lot of ruins and such. Oh, so it's kind of like Crete with uh, the Minotaur. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in what, what's the movie? Your Highness. You ever see that one? No. Oh, it's like a big spoof on like Beastmaster and all that kind of shit. And there's a Minotaur in the labyrinth, and he tries to cut off the the horn of the Minotaur as like a, a trophy souvenir. And then Natalie Bort was like, you cannot cut off the horn of a Minotaur, it's too strong. And so he cuts off the Minotaur's dick and the words are out of the necklace. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh yeah. You remember every single movie and TV show you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, this is not news to the listeners at all. <laughs> wow, they're all the same girl in that commercial. Incredible. how they do it? Amazing. <laughs> They all had the same boob job. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So Nelson's got the queen size bed. Travis has got uh, a little a lowly the child, twin, the child's bed. Yeah. And then I had the there's a queen size bed on the bottom bunk, and then there's the top bunk that was like twin or whatever. Tears. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cuddling up with a lot of little spiders. And there's a lot down on Earth. I don't know what the fuck that is. There's a lot of spider remnants on the floor. I haven't seen a single live spider. Ah, there's a daddy long legs crawling the wall here. I've seen about four. What is it then? Oh, for me. Some other kind of <laughs> I've seen about four, totally. 
Awesome. Um, wow. What is this? Um, something moms. It's got Mila Kunis and I can't remember that. What on earth is that? Yeah, Mila Kunis and um. Yeah, I came out a couple of years ago. I only seen like the last one. Came out a couple of years ago. Is it just coming out in Croatia right now? Oh, on TV, for free. Oh, it's gonna be like on TV later. It's just in Canada. Uh, yeah, Christmas movies on already. It's the first of November. Mm. Mm. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, Travis is drinking Miller Jamon Draft. <laughs> let let the fucking redneck sniff out the domestic beer. You're no, drinking boxed wine. Hey. It's from the area. <laughs> I'm getting cultured. Vina Belia. Oh my god. Really, really good. <laughs> so a box, a box of three liters of wine, uh, a tube, a metal, a metal tube of mustard, <laughs> like toothpaste. I wish, I wish you could see this. Not this even kidding. All the Europeans oh, like, what well, is this? Is this is not normal? It's more like it's not even like toothpaste. It's like something that like. Some sort of like industrial strength glue or epoxy. Yeah, it looks like a tube. It looks like a tube of wood glue. Yeah, really, it does. And Zenf is on the front, so German for mustard. Uh, that I bought myself two packs of meat, two packs of sliced cheese, and what else did I get? Some loaf chips, loaf of bread. Yeah, no, loaf of bread was before. Ah. And I got some chips and yeah, a couple of other things, and that was altogether twenty five Canadian dollars. Now the box wine was on sale to be, and it ended up being about ten dollars Canadian. So I'm very happy. And Croatia is one of the expensive countries. It too. is one of the expensive Eastern European countries. I love it here. Woo! Yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun. Oh man! I bought a cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the cabbage, Nelson. And it's parts of it are a little rotten, but. No, people there by the time we were leaving. In Pula? Yeah. And even the reception, you know, there was no one there. No, so just, yeah, just when somebody in, just check in. That was yeah. it. It was very funny. Like, and that was for Halloween. So we're almost thinking we'd go to the store, buy like a few little candies that we each hide in a different area and knock on the door with his bathroom or our own room, like trick or treat, get a candy <laughs> and then run back to our room and then we just hang out there and eat our candy. I saw one little guy in a costume that walked past. Yeah? yeah? A little guy isn't like a child? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I saw a little guy. What else would it be? Well, could it be like a little guy, like, I don't know, like the size of fucking Noah? No. <laughs> <laughs> or Brett Edwards. He's pretty little, too. Oh, a short... Brett, if you're listening. <laughs> a short, grown <laughs> male. not done with you yet. <laughs> no? Do you listeners know about your relationship with your rookie for the previous year? No, I don't think so. Oh, no, no. Should, should probably keep it that way. Didn't really need to bring him up at all. 
He's not almost. He's almost Dude, not worth mentioning. Did you steal these shorts from me in Footnote? No, I bought them in Grand Prairie. Ugh. Or maybe you left them around like everyone else does when they leave Footner Cam Fry. Somebody stole. If you're listening, uh, I want my black Under Armour shorts back. Uh. Yeah, buddy Cam there. Great Toronto Maple Leaf fan. Typical. Forgets his lifting shoes and his toque. He's home for like five weeks before he decides he needs his gym shoes. Yeah. What was he doing? Preparing for being late. engaged. <laughs> what yeah, a loser! What a, why would you do that? Unemployed, wow. sitting at home, <laughs> looking at looking at the practice roster for the Leafs. <laughs> oh, Jays got a lot. Leafs are almost playing. Jays are on. Oh God! Good thing he doesn't listen to my podcast. Well, he'll he'll get to listen to this one. Oh yeah, Cam. Cam. Well, Cam Fry. The man with six letters in his down. name. That's not very many letters, folks. <laughs> For two full names. I know a few cans are virtual names. I know a Cam Boss as That might well. be the shortest name. Oh, frick. I should almost give Cam Boss a, a shout. He was in he was in Croatia not too long ago. He was a buddy of mine. I played uh, hockey with him. And he uh, works at one of the, uh, the bike shops in Jasper. Nice. Really good guy. Really good guy. You go. seen this on Facebook? Comment a shorter name <laughs> on this podcast. I dare you. Lena. <laughs> Excluding Netta. That's only one name, though. Uh, Tremendous. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. There's times where I just wish I could have like the microphone around all the time and just like flip it on. Trying to catch our stories or our little improv I'm jokes. Glad you don't. We're fucking hilarious. Oh man, if you guys you guys think this show is amazing, which you don't, <laughs> it'd be a little bit better if you could hear what we talk about when we don't have the podcast going on. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> the last two podcasts we did went pretty far downhill. This one's What? Like, this one's doing all couldn't right. even hear anything. Oh yeah, sound quality wasn't great. I'll admit that. I enjoyed the last podcast. <laughs> Nelson and Trav. <laughs> Me. Oh really? That's <laughs> how you always talk. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you five houses down the road. We we do apologize. We do apologize. Hopefully the audio didn't really put you off the show at all. Um, we we is help. anyone still listening? We <laughs> my dozens of listeners. <laughs> We have tens and tens of listeners. Do you? I do. Are they all forestry people? Yeah, probably. And their and their family and and parents. Noah. Amanda. Amanda's she, like Amanda listens? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I keep track of your listeners. Um, does, does, Delta, does Delta Greg listen to it? Uh, I think. Well, I shared it with him when oh, he, when so I did like a, plays on SoundCloud. Yeah, it'll show you. So like your mom could just replay these things again. <laughs> and she could. Yeah. 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 Something to think about. Oh, my mom doesn't know how to use any kind of internets. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Truthfully. <laughs> she she called me one time. She's like, Aaron, I need to get to my desktop. I'm like, well, go to it. She's like, I'm at my desktop. The computer on it. I'm like, well, what are you trying to get to? Like, <laughs> the desktop on the computer. I'm like, oh, okay. My computer's on the desktop, <laughs> but I can't get to the desktop on my computer. Yeah, pretty fun, pretty fun. Oh, Mama Chalupa, she can bake. 
Pookie's just fantastically, but she can't really. We'll do be like that in well. four years when our kids are trying to show us some kind of technology. Yeah, like virtual reality hologram. God damn it, Grandpa! You're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. How do I get to the central nexus cluster? Oh, Dad! <laughs> so embarrassing. Go back to your high-speed internet. <laughs> Go back to your G4 network. Yeah. Idiot loser. Yeah, who knows what they'll have compared to what our parents had. My dad always called things uh, Nintendo. It didn't matter if it was PlayStation 4, um, Sega, Game Boy, whatever. It was always a Nintendo. Turn that Nintendo off! They'd like, be like, Nintendo with PlayStation. He's like, yeah, my dad called everything the Xbox. Everything was an Xbox. <laughs> was your I've never owned an Xbox. Nintendo or no friendo as my parents. Like <laughs> you know what? I get all kinds of friends going yeah, on playing the game. It's great. Realize how popular. Oh, I since since we're on Nintendo topic, what's your favorite? What some of your favorite Super Nintendo games? I didn't have Super Nintendo growing up. I didn't play a lot of it, but Contra Two, Alien Wars. It's called Amazing Cooperative Side Scroller Shooting Game. Beat it a couple of years ago with my friend George. George, if you're listening, let's see. <laughs> yeah, Contra 2, great game. I was a big fan of um, Ninja, uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, Turtle. NBA Jam! Obviously. Oh! <laughs> He's on fire! Also, introduced to me by George. George, still miss you. Yeah, we played two on two Christmas time. What was your we team? Together. Uh, I think we used San Antonio is the way to go. And who were the two there? Duncan? Was, was no, Duncan no, still no. playing at that time? Dennis Robinson. David Robinson. Robinson um, Dennis Rodman. And I can't remember. I think you get three players with the game? No, it was two. Two on two. No, but you get... Oh, yeah. I think there was like five guys you could kind of flip through. I think, it was, I think it was like three or four, but... Who the hell else did San Antonio have back then? Mm. Anyways. The Bulls was Jordan and Pippen? Jordan wasn't... Yeah, Jordan... No, he wasn't in the game. Yeah, you're right. It was... No. They didn't have Jordan or Shaq. Mm. Really? Yeah. I think there is an NBA jam with the minute. I was always a big fan of playing with the Jazz. Stockton Malone. Stockton. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Charlotte wasn't too bad either with um, Johnson and uh, Bugsy Bogues. Oh, yeah. One no more. Two, I think. Miller was on there with the Pacers. Yeah. Seattle also did the Peyton. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Kemp. Yeah. Rem. Oh. Ooh. Incredible. You're breaking the hearts of Seattle people right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fighting for their basketball team. Though. Hopefully they come back. That'd be great. I hope so, man. They've been talking about it for years. I'd love to see a hockey team, too. Talking about getting that arena deal done uh, for has been five years now. Man. There's supposed to be some kind of like, sports organization that's coming back, or uh, that's trying to get together and then making like Seattle yeah. sports that much better. They've been talking about it for five years. And the same same dudes, This I wish I could remember his name. He's working his ass off trying to get an arena deal done there, but... What's his fuck? Uh, the quarterback for the I want to say I want to say Chris Hansen's his name. Oh, we're trying to get a hockey team. We're yeah, yeah. We're trying to get all the major sports going yeah. on. They don't. I guess city council doesn't want a, a one team specific arena. Mm-hmm. They want to have NBA and NHL down there. And I mean, the, the key arena is not suitable for 
a high level professional sports franchise. They have the Western the Western Hockey League in there right now. Yeah, and Thunderbirds. They, and they have the WNBA in there right now. But and that's for the Supersonic. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's not. From what I've heard, it's basically the Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver. That place is a dumb. That's where the Giants used to play. Yeah. It's basically, yeah, basically like Rex, a smaller Rexall place. <laughs> oh, fuck. Rexall's place was is actually not too Awful. bad right now. Really? Oh, compared to um, Pacific Coliseum? Yeah. Oh, the Coliseum sucks. Yeah, no, Rexall place is not that bad. I've been saying for years that Saskatoon should be getting a fucking team. An NHL team? team? Yeah. NBA, baby. Saskatoon NBA. <laughs> uh, yeah, the um, the Credit Union Center is it? No, Sastel Center now. It it can hold um, more seating capacity than MPS Center in Winnipeg. It's just a matter of sponsorship and stuff. Oh, are you telling me that it couldn't survive with the fans coming and going there? Just call them the Rough Riders, green and white jerseys, trade everything for Ryan Getzlaff. Boom, you got yourself a franchise. At best Saskat- at very best, Saskatoon would be number three on the list of teams. Or oh, place that should get it. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Oh, it's but never, I th- never going to happen. I think it would be better than Las Vegas. I think it'd be better than uh, Kansas City or Oklahoma City. Uh, I think Kansas City is up there on some no. other team. But I mean, but this is the thing: is these are the things that I think would do better in the sense of fans and following, and also you know Saskatchewan puts out what the most NHL players in the NHL. Mm, I'd figure Ontario has that maybe per capita mm-hmm. but I'd reckon Ontario has the most players in the league yeah, quite possibly. but I mean you can say that Vegas is could be a, a, a just a joke location of a franchise but people said about that f- places such as Nashville and San Jose forever and Nashville is finally have they're doing well now one hell of a place to see a game San Jose I mean the you're starting to see now the the um the cultural footprint of hockey in California, and it's prevalent. I mean, you're seeing you're seeing American kids drafted in the NHL from states across the country. It's not just not just Michigan, Minnesota, and the Northeast. I mean, yeah, but that's being pushed down the throat of a lot of people. You go to Glendale, how much are they selling tickets for? And how the well is that team suck. doing? No, but when they even were doing well in the late '90s and the early 2000s, they went to the conference final. Uh, against the LA Kings, what was it, 2000, uh, 2012, 2013? That was the final where eventually the LA Kings won and they were playing against New Jersey in the cup final. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And there was yeah, the West Mike final. Smith stood on his head that year. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, the West. I could be wrong. I think maybe it was 2013. Um, yeah, they took out Chicago in round one, did they not? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, yeah, like it's it's not just a new thing with Arizona slash Phoenix uh, not doing well for tickets or anything like that. It's just a weird team. Yeah, I think and Arizona I might just be one they got wrong. Oh, I think it was a very wrong place. Even Florida. You look at Florida, Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. How long have they been terrible for? And if there was any other team at that time, like Edmonton and Calgary almost both got moved. In the early 2000s. Well, so did Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh was this close to moving to Kansas City. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that were very close yeah. to moving. You know, Atlanta got uh, a team twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't know why. Kansas City already had a team. Don't know why they thought a second time was... Yeah, no. Kansas, when Kansas City had their first team, though, that was... 
you can't, a very different era, and it was so short-lived. In my opinion, you can't base a team on its talent to how well uh, it's being followed by the locals. You know, Columbus wasn't very good for a long time. They, and like, still, they've only made the playoffs, what, twice? In how long they've been around? Columbus draws, though, man. They get, they fill that place. True. You know, and I think out of all the places, Columbus has, uh, is a little bit better of a team than, say, Atlanta or Carolina. Carolina is not having a good time. Still team in Atlanta? No. 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 Yeah. 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 Jets Jets 2.0. Yeah. Ridiculous. So. I would like it if if, um, the modern Jets inherited all the old Jets records and such. Much like how the the Cleveland Browns in the NFL have all the old Cleveland Browns stats. Mm -hmm. That would be nice if they... If it was looked at as um, Arizona was like an expansion team when they came in, not a just re- not a relocation. Just, it's weird seeing Bobby Hull and Thomas Steen's number hanging up in Arizona, and oh, completely still wear them. I yeah. mean, no one would wear them. Just do a paperwork swap where it's like, okay, we officially <laughs> quotation marks moved uh, uh, Atlanta to uh, Phoenix, and then we moved Phoenix to Winnipeg. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 weird, but maybe that's just me. I don't think it is, but a little thing that bugs me. Yeah, I think I would agree with that completely. It's kind of odd still to see like Winnipeg play against Arizona. It's like, hey, didn't you come from Winnipeg? Yeah, especially when Shane Doan was still playing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Shane Doan, it would be cool to see Shane Doan and Jerome McGinley on this uh, Team Canada roster for the Olympics coming up. Oh, that Team Canada roster saw it. I don't even think we need add anybody else there. Sorry? We need add anybody else on the team. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm kidding. I think Jerome McGinley would be a great fit for that team, as well as Shane Doan. It's more of a question of if they want to play. Um, yeah. And then if the, the coaching staff is looking for that, those type of people. Oh, goalie's down. See, this is the problem. I <laughs> He is reaching for his junk right there. Poor guy. Oh, yeah. Stretch out that groin. Um, I think there'd be a lot more respect. This, this is my idea. Is for, for soccer... If you pretend that you're injured or you go down, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was holding his groin, didn't even hit his groin. That was bad. Look at this. Yeah. His leg. Okay. He can grab his leg. Grab your leg for sure. He grabs his junk. Man, did uh, you see there's a guy? Hang on. No. <laughs> Before we start getting off topic, we already got off topic with the Super Nintendo. We're talking about goalies hitting um, If, In my opinion, if a player goes down uh, and he's actually trying to draw a red card or a yellow card or whatever, he has to sit off for the next, let's say, five minutes or whatever. And a lot of time that would actually be effective. Um, just like in football. Like, so when I was growing up, CFL rules was uh, if you were injured or you went down for an injury and you had to get the staff to come out and take a look at you, you had to sit out for the next three plays. So you kind of want to be there for those plays, especially for a starter. So in football or soccer, uh, if you get injured or you're pretending to be injured, um, you have to sit off for like five, eight minutes or whatever, and then you can go back on. Like that way, if there's a good starter on, like say Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi or whatever, they don't want to pretend to be injured. They want to keep playing. I think that would get a lot of respect for the sport because in North America, no one really cares. Not, I don't want to say no one really does, but there's a lot of people that don't, especially in the Western provinces and states. Uh, man, 
Vancouver, the North, I know. Pacific I Northwest, know. Vancouver, Seattle, and Portland, they really give a shit well, about their soccer there. Well, let's just say uh, <laughs> the guys that don't have a, a pro team or Vancouver, um, you know, 15 years ago. Ah, we had the Whitecaps forever. Oh, we've had the Edmonton Drillers, too. And we had the, the Drillers, that's their name. That was the name oh, way, way longer. That's when I was, like, junior high and elementary. So when we had the Edmonton Trappers for baseball. Nice. What was your point about uh, getting hit in the junk for goalies? Oh, I was going to say there was a guy. I think played in the Spanish League last week and got cleated in the junk. And needed that's different. Ten stitches to put her back together. Yeah. Try to put a Humpty Dumpty back together again? Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Just made me feel sick reading the article. Uh, I saw Clint Malarchuk's uh, book on sale at uh, Yeah, is the anniversary of that coming up? I saw some stuff on the internet about it the other day. It must be... I wouldn't be surprised. What year was that? Oh, early 90s. I mean, I wouldn't know as far as alive, but... (laughs) Uh, Clint Malarchuk is a, a guy that uh, was a goalie, and he had his throat slashed by a hockey skate and was bleeding on the ice. Steve Tuttle of the St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. Buffalo versus St. Louis. Don't know why I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so that was a very scary moment in hockey. And, yeah, he, he never really shook it. Um, from what I understand, he was quite the alcoholic and uh, doing a lot of drugs. He even played in the IHL in Las Vegas as well. Myrtek did? Yeah. He went over there. He was a dreaming man. He played yeah. everywhere in the NHL. And he even played the IHL, too. Very crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading my uh, hockey news. And they're talking about Vegas, the semi-pro team. And, yeah, Myrtek. Yeah, so, yeah, he had his throat sliced. Uh, he survived. The trainer put his fingers in his uh, artery there, kept him alive. Was his artery that got, was his degular artery that got? It kept? was dark. It was it was dark uh, red blood, uh, dark red blood. So it would have been the artery because artery is okay. full of oxygen. I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, his the trainer at the time he was a he was a medic in the Vietnam War. He dealt with that kind of shit. Many instances of severe trauma like that. So stuck his fingers inside the cut in Malari Chuck's throat in his neck. Sorry, jammed finger in the artery and got him out of there. I've watched the video a couple times and it's. Quite something. Yeah, yeah. Check it on YouTube. Um, maybe don't watch it if you got a weak stomach, but it is <laughs> it is something else to see. That is for sure. Um, anyway, his book was on sale for five bucks, and I was really debating about buying it or not. That's a good deal. It is a good deal, but I was like, I have all these other books too, and I'm sure yeah. it'll still be on sale by the next time. Like, oh, goal! Whoa, that was a deflection. Tottenham, Tottenham two. Tottenham two nil. I think it was daily again. Oh, uh, I, don't give, I don't give two shits about soccer, but I like seeing Ronaldo lose. Oh, really? You're not a Ronaldo fan? No. I always cheer for Portugal in the World Cup a little bit because of Ronaldo. I think he's a really nice guy. Very nice to the kids and shit. Uh, bangs it off that oh, guy. Yeah, deflection shot. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, they all count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goalie's like, Nelson. Uh. Oh. Okay. Nelson went to bed, folks. <laughs>
<laughs> reading this book. I'll have to see what he... Oh, man, you can see Ronaldo here. He's just shaking his head. Not happy. Great additional color commentary for the soccer game going on. Here. Indeed. For all your fans that are champion, interested in champions. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what the gist of what the, the Croatian guys are getting at right now. Um, in how many words they're saying, I'm just summar- summarizing it in, you know, five. Yeah. In English. Ronaldo just shaking his head. <laughs> Master priceless. Right on. Well, what do you say? I think we're giving him a good run for today, hey? <laughs> yeah, I think we're starting to trail off here. <laughs> had a little bit of hockey, had a little bit of basketball with NBA Jam. That was Nelson's, uh, that was his, uh, his peanut butter and jam. I don't think I've ever played NBA Jam. Oh, got it. It's, it's a great game. game. It's a great game. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nelson, and Travis has never played NBA Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think they had a 64 version, but uh, Nintendo, uh, sorry, New Super Nintendo was really good. Um, I remember when junior high, I got an emulator on my computer, and I was playing that like crazy. Oh, frick, it's awesome! You put NBA Jam on your computer? Yeah, you, get, you just download an emulator because like those those uh, those Super Nintendo games, yeah, just like super small files. Like you could probably play it on your phone now. Oh yeah, I there was kids in high school that downloaded emulators and played Pokemon on their totally computer, totally, totally on their phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you do <laughs> is in NBA Jam, if you got, I think, three buckets in a row. Nelson? <laughs> it started heating up. Yeah, yeah. It was like you got three, and it's like, oh, he's heating up. And then you get a fourth or maybe fifth. And then it's, it's balls on fire whenever you, 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 any of your players touch it. And you can just shoot almost anywhere, and you get points. Oh, yeah. So you shoot three-pointer, and you just start piling up the points big time. Nice. But it goes the same on the other team. If they start getting on uh, baskets on you and you can't uh, answer, then it's going to be really, really bad. And you get fouls. Uh, you get goaltending, which is automatic points as well. It can be a pretty rough time. But, oh, man, just a classic game. I also want to uh, add in there, too, because I'm sure other people are screaming. Uh, Mario Kart on Super Nintendo? I don't know what that's going to I guess you're talking N64. That was more your generation. I thought we were talking about Nintendo. Um, yeah, yeah. Mario Kart is sick, especially when you play the drinking, sorry, uh, driving no drinking uh, game where you have to have your finish your beer before the end of the race and you can't drive and drink at the same time. Uh, I was going to say Donkey Kong for Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, was definitely. Deadly. Absolutely great. Um, I was also a big fan of NHL 94. Awesome organ music going on. Also, also a bit before my time, but mm-hmm. but you you know of it though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I played it a little bit, but it's not really easy to come by. I, I dabble, I dabble. <laughs> uh, it's really funny when um, uh, the NHL, like the sports games, bring those back, mm-hmm. so you can like play the NHL ninety four mode. Mm-hmm. I remember they exactly. had that in like God, it was last year. I bought NHL 15, 14, mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> oh, it's such a blast. Or you find the old arcade games. You can still I played those before. I remember one of the old hockey rinks I played in. Mm-hmm. They had um yeah, you could always play as the Canucks. You know, what was your line? Your line was Lyndon Burry Ronning. I was gonna say Cliff Ronning definitely on. <laughs> yeah. That was your t- mm-hmm. that was your line. I mm-hmm. think you had Neely was already in Boston at that time. Oh yeah, Joe Jesus. Yeah. yeah. 
You're back. Oh, Jesus. Kirk McLean in that, and you would have had Yerke Lume. And, man, who was your D-man? Garth Butcher, probably, on the back end. I can't even say who Dana Merzen. I can't even say who Edmonton was. It was it was weight. And in '94. Yep, we had, we had weight. Yep, we had weight. Yep, yep, because uh, he was part of the the trade that. Um, oh yeah, when we traded uh, Messier. Uh, who else went? Messier, Lowe, McTavish, and Anderson. So we got a lot of like the big ones that I know for sure. I think we got Adam Graves in that deal, which is. Eh. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got Todd Marchant, who was huge for us in in the late '90s and early 2000s, and then we also got Doug Waite. He was another one of the, he was probably the centerpiece for yeah. any of the deals. Uh, he was huge. Uh, so he was centering. Who else? God, who have? else was on the Oilers in the mid? Yari Curry was gone. Yeah, Yanni <laughs> Ninema. Miroslav Shatan was on the team. I know that for a fact. Ninema wasn't there yet. No, he was still. He came with like with Philly. Uh, yeah, in the mid nineties. Uh, Who's your goalie? Not that's not Curtis Joseph yet. Not Joseph yet. I want to say Essenza, maybe. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Decent. Still, is it not? That's not a little too early for Essenza. Mm-mm. No, he no. was he was playing in the in the early. That's right, in the late eighties. Uh, Radford yeah, was yeah, gone in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. He, sure. he came over. Yeah, I wasn't sure what. Yeah, Essenza most likely. Joseph wasn't there yet. He was still in St. Louis. When I first started, first start remember paying attention to hockey. Can I said Essenza that. Like really, ninety eight or ninety nine? I think wow. it was. They had Archer Zerbe and Bob Essenza. Zerbe plays for Canucks. Oh yeah, and then oh, the I next year that. it was Essenza and Garth Snow. Mm. Yeah, I remember Snow going over there. Snow was another journeyman. He played everywhere. But yeah, Ranford played everywhere too. Yeah, Ranford was gone a little bit Ooh. later. Maybe Ranford was around ninety four. I don't think so. I'll have to look that up later. Yeah. I'll look that up oh, when we get If we had anyone. I was going to say, I'm going to look that up right now. <laughs> <Everyone> <laughs> just, this, this, this is funny because whenever I hear like uh, the other guys on the podcast network talk about hockey, yeah. I'm always screaming, like, ah, this guy. It's like, yeah, who other, what other. Everyone's doing that to us right what now. What other European <laughs> captains were there in hockey that won the Sally Cup? I'm like, Zadino Chara. <laughs> he won it. God damn it. No one can hear me. Uh, he's Slovakian. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other players on that team. Ryan Smith wasn't around yet. Rick Edmonton was terrible, right? They smacked up in the middle of the yeah. 90s. We were oh, brutal. I, no no I, good teams. Jason Arnott? That might be pushing it because the... Did we draft him? Yeah, no. I think he did. Arnott and then flipped him to Jersey. Jersey and then he went to Dallas. He was really famous in Jersey and Dallas. With Langenberg. He won, his, he won the cup with Jersey. Jersey. Did he win two cups with Jersey? Mm, I want to say, yeah. He, he was there in 96? Jason Arnott. I don't know if he was drafted that early. See, this is the thing, is that I didn't really pay attention to real hockey. Like, yeah, I played NHL that before a few times, and like on Sega or Super Nintendo, or when I was uh, a bit older. But I didn't grow up with that, right? Yeah. I, I didn't grow up with, uh, you know, I grew up with more the 99 Oilers, and then when I, the first game I got for EA Sports was NHL 2003. So that's when I really was following. Oh, really? Players. My first O2. Yeah? Uh, my first, yeah. Mar- yeah. Mary Lemieux on the cover for yeah. PC. Iginla, PC. Yeah. Played was, the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love those games. Uh, yeah, Oilers, they got Brad Isbister. He had the slap shot stick. Brad Isbister. Yeah, Yanni yeah, Nima was great. Uh, Jason Smith. Oh, another one? Whoa. Oh, Tottenham. Not a hat trick, though. Yeah, there's this guy. Is a Croatian boy? 
Uh, Ericsson. No, uh, no, 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 Croatian no. name. No, that's probably uh, Swedish. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Possibly, <laughs> possibly Danish. You never know. You never, you never know. know. Yeah. But uh, no, we'll have to get back to you on that one. I, I usually, whenever we're playing HL ninety four, I was usually playing. Um, What's the team? Usually, I was. Well, I was a, one. I was a big fan of uh, Detroit when I was younger as well. Hard not to be real. Oh man, Eiserman, my favorite player still to this day. Love him. And who else? Like you know, obviously you play with. Yeah, you yeah. Play LA every now and then. Play the Gretzky. Montreal was a lot of fun because Patty Wall was still like Patrick Wall. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Montreal was a lot of fun. I always liked Boston too, but I don't think like, they had Ray Bork. That was the big thing, and Andy Moog. I think Andy Moog was playing for them at that point. Yeah, um, I go with the other teams. Tampa Bay was might have had Cam Mew at the tail end of his career mm-hmm. uh, before he got injured. Whalers uh, were always fun to play with. Half deceased Cam Neely up front. Mm-hmm. Who else, man? The Whalers were fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ron, Ron. No, it was Ron, Ron Francis, Francis out of there. Yeah. No, Pittsburgh. That was a team to beat. Was he, Francis still with Pittsburgh in '94. No. Or is he over to Hartford by then? Um, if it's Hartford, would have had Francis Pierre Turgeon. Your version was playing there already? Yeah. I thought he was still in Buffalo at that time. Oh, God, I don't know. We're going to piss everyone off. I was, here just I was like one year old. <laughs> I don't know this stuff. Oh, man. I'm we had Wi-Fi. Oh, it's going to bug me because I want I want to look this, up this stuff right after the podcast yeah, so bad. Me too. We can't. Um, yeah, I know. Pittsburgh was a really good team in that game. I know that for a fact because they had Kevin Stevens. Um, they had Lemieux um, of Yager, obviously. Maybe Straka was playing at that time as well. Uh, maybe Kovalev too. I'm pretty Kovalev sure Kovalev would have been on the Rangers. The goalies would have been either Kenny Reggett, Tom Barrasso. Would have been Tom Barrasso. Yeah, probably Tom Barrasso. Uh, maybe Frank Pietrangelo. Doubtful on Frank yeah. Pietrangelo. That's a little. That's a little too late for him. He was more early nineties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably was Tom Barrasso. Rangers would have been really good at that time too. They would have had Kovalev. New Jersey would have been. All right, like they wouldn't be at their prime, but they'd be coming up there because I think they won that year, ninety four. No, ninety four was Rangers. Ninety five, they won it then. Yeah, the half season. No, Rangers won the half season. No. So, yeah. Pittsburgh won ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, Rangers won ninety three. No, Rangers won ninety four. Hundred percent. I'm a Canucks fan. Okay. <laughs> so Pittsburgh would have won ninety two, ninety three. 94 Rangers, <laughs> 95 Devils. 96 Colorado. Yeah. 97, 98 Detroit. Mm-hmm. 99 Devils. Mm-hmm. 2000 Stars. Oh, that was such a terrible <laughs> fucking goal. How many of these? Oh, I, I, was, I was cheering for the fucking Buffalo. Oh, one was Colorado. Yep. Oh, two Detroit. Devils. Oh, Devils? Devils, Not yeah. Detroit? Nope. No, Detroit didn't get back until they played Pittsburgh. Really? And I'm pretty sure Hashik was the goalie then. You know? Oh. Yeah. They didn't win they didn't win in the early two thousands until I think it was two thousand five, two thousand six against the Penguins again. Uh when Marin hosted his flip flop. It wouldn't have been two thousand five, sorry. It would have been two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah, hosted his flip flop. Did yeah. they not have one in there when they had that loaded team with all the old guys on there that had, had Luke Robitaille and Igor Larionov? Larionov would have been playing. Larionov would have been retired by then, I'm pretty sure. Professor? I thought they had. One I think Larry. I think Larryanov, Fatisov, and Konstantinov's last Stanley Cup was '99. Larryanov because Konstantinov um, had gotten a limo crash. 
97. The limo crash was 97. Oh, was it 97? Yeah. Okay. I thought Larry Nance had mm. one more. Because Hashik retired after the Stanley Cup, and he already, oh. and he was playing with oh Hashik won one more, and he was playing with uh, Ottawa, and then he moved to Detroit to win that last. Cup. Are you sure Detroit didn't win in 02? I'm pretty positive. I think the early thousands was Colorado. Was, one was Colorado. Oh three was Jersey when they beat Anaheim. Are you sure? I thought oh two was Jersey. And when 0- they played, 04 when they was played Tampa Anaheim. over Calgary. Mm-hmm. Yep. 03 was Jersey. I think 02 was Detroit. Hmm. 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 I didn't think Detroit won one that early. Fuck, they've been good for years. It's so hard to <laughs> put nice, them out of It's them. nice to see them suck now for once. Oh, Fuck I, sakes. Uh, yeah, I still like seeing them do all right. Yeah, no, it's hard to say what they're doing. Yeah, they've had a good team for a long time as well, so who knows. Mm-hmm. I almost want to throw their, like, because, yeah, early 2000s, it was, like, just like right now. It was a few teams that were fucking dominating the circuit. Yeah. Chicago, L.A., Pittsburgh, <laughs> Detroit, Colorado, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah, goes. All right. Well, All right, we then. can't fact check any of these guys, so mm-hmm. now everyone's screaming at us and telling you what's what. Uh, one hour and 12 minutes now. All right, guys. We're out of here. We'll talk to you another time. From Cress Island. <laughs>